This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, if you have spent any time in Tofino or Euclid or anywhere on the West Coast, you know how powerful storms can be and when those waves come crashing to the shoreline. And now there is a new report that takes a look at that, saying we have enough information about coastal waves to, to start developing energy converters in the ocean. Joining me to talk a bit more about this is Brian Robertson, an adjunct professor with the University of Victoria. Brian, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, highlight it for us, if you can, what, what this is telling us about the idea of energy converters and actually getting that energy from coastal waves. Well, much like you started off here with, uh, you know, imagine many of your listeners have been out to Tofino and stood on the beaches and things. And the great thing about where we sit in the world is if you're in Tofino and you're looking offshore, you're looking over the vast Pacific Ocean, and that ocean covers about a third of the planet. So the way waves work is if there's a storm pretty much anywhere within the Pacific Ocean, it's going to generate waves. And those waves are able to travel vast distances without really losing any energy. So where we sit in 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 Tofino, is if a wave happen, a storm happens anywhere in the Pacific, those waves are going to at some point end up on our beaches. So it's like the Pacific Ocean is the catchment area for our wave energy resource. So what we end up with is we're highly competitive internationally in terms of the size of our resource, the magnitude of it, and it's also this great predictable resource, which as we look to a future in our energy system of high amounts of renewable energy, wind, solar, tidal, Wave can be part of that picture, um, given where we sit in the world. And how much would it take, or how uh, how difficult would it be then to to get these energy converters and to actually start harnessing that energy? Well, the, the energy converters exist. We can do it. It's really a question of how much money we want to pay. They're not cheap at this stage. But what the report points out is because we have this great resource, British Columbia is uniquely positioned in the international marketplace to begin testing them at large scale. So we have a suite of different resources here that should attract um, and will attract international developers as well as allow a marketplace for local companies to start to develop their technologies more. So if we look at wind and solar as the other renewables, they were incredibly expensive 10 years ago, but the cost decreases have been exponential and astronomical. And wave energy will follow the same path as long as we provide opportunities for these companies to test their devices in the water. Uh, and, and do you see it uh, catching up? Or, or when you mention wind and solar, um, it is still they are still areas that are that are being developed and being worked on. Would you see something or see something like wave energy catching up to that? I don't see them catching up in terms of cost, but. As we go towards this decarbonized future and meet our Paris and Marrakesh goals and, and our climate, BC Climate Leadership Plan or the Alberta Climate Plan, all these sorts of plans that are coming out, we're not going to need one type of renewable energy resource or two types of renewable energy resource. We're going to need them all. And the great thing about wave energy is it's complementary to the others. So for the example of solar, here in BC, we get the majority of our sun in the summertime. When, the, when we really don't need a lot of electricity because as a province, we don't use our electricity in the summer. The great thing about wave energy is it produces all of its energy in the winter. Um, and that's when British Columbia needs energy. So there's a great complementarity between both wave and solar, but also between wave energy and the demand for the power. 
And what do they physically look like? Because that's always one of the hurdles when we're talking about new technologies is whether it's it's having the wind energy, the the wind type farms on the side of a mountain and people don't like the look of them. Um, mm-hmm. What what does it physically look like if we have these energy converters on the beaches? Well, there's a whole suite of different technologies, but one of the advantages of wave energy is you really won't see anything. Um, you know, they're, they're big devices. They're probably, let's say, 20 meters on average diameter. Um, but you've got them out offshore, and if they do protrude above the surface of the ocean, it's very minimal amount. Most of the device is generally actually submerged. So from a visual point of view, it's fairly minimal. Sure, there's going to be, there's, whenever you're putting any new infrastructure in the ground, there's going to be competing economic uh, arguments and what should we do with this space. But our argument is, you know, wave energy needs to be part of our energy future. And if we're going to do it, let's start to develop the spaces for companies to move into. Uh, are there other countries doing this? Yeah. So the wave energy is generally um, the highest in sort of high latitudes. So any country at high or low um, latitudes, so Australia um, is playing a role, and, and the EU is playing a very active role. Um, the f- force on the east coast of Canada is playing a very active role. Tidal energy, which is similar but slightly different, and our argument is that British Columbia is uniquely positioned to be a, play a leadership role in the wave energy space. Uh, interesting, uh, interesting study uh, coming out uh, of the university. I uh, will have to leave it there. Uh, Bri- uh, Brian, thank you so much uh, for joining. Uh, Bryson, sorry, thank you so much for joining us and talking about it this morning. I appreciate it. Not a, not a worry. Thanks for the time. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.